Well, good morning. Good morning. Great to be in your living room, on your laptop, on your iPhone, or however you're watching us again this morning. Uh, always a privilege and an honour to be able to have a conversation and present to you what we're talking about, isn't it? It is. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Fantastic. My name's Cathy, by the way. Uh, yes, and my <laughs> name's Mark. Um, listen, we're, we're going to talk about uh, discipleship once again. And last week, uh, we kind of kicked it all off, didn't we? Um, and we told you the journey of us going to garden centres year on, year out, uh, until eventually this year, we, uh, instead of walking out with nothing, we walked out with plants and we decided Hooray. to make our garden look lovely. And as, as we've considered that, um, we thought, well, do you know what? Discipleship is a lot like um, planting uh, planting seeds and growing plants and seeing them uh, bloom. And yeah. so we, we're, we're going to go through a whole series uh, of different stages of what you do with plants as they get older and mature uh, and so how does that connect to discipleship. Using that as an, an, an analogy. An analogy. An analogy. That is a bit of a tongue twister. <laughs> and, um, yep. and, uh, cool. and with all analogies, they do break down at some point. So we do recognise that. But Jesus used analogies. <laughs> he did. So we're Parables. allowed to do. So yeah. there we are. <laughs> we're allowed to do that as well. Um, listen, it was it was it was good. Um, last week we talked about what did we talk about? You, you can actually say. Yep, we talked about the container that you start with. You start with a container when you plant something. When you plant a seed. So we were talking about us being those containers that God has created and He's chosen um, to plant seeds in us. So well, that the Holy Spirit has come to dwell within us. Yes, we as, talked about as, that as well, didn't we? As a container. Yeah, yeah. yeah. brilliant, fantastic. Um, anyway, we asked for thoughts on last week, didn't we? We, we, did. asked, we asked for you to feedback. When we're asking you for feedback, it's, it's, it's not about our presentation style, because <laughs> you might like it, you might not. Um, it, it's more about the content. We just want to know how has it got you thinking? So as we're presenting this what some people might say is basic stuff. For some of you, it might be revelatory. But, um, you know, what's it making you think about? What's it making you do as you go on from Monday through to, to Saturday? Um, mm. And last week, we were so blessed to receive a couple of messages about how it had stirred some people's thinking. Um, and the first one was very much that Matthew 28, verse 19, which is, Go and make disciples. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptising them in, in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And this gentleman who, who wrote in, said, making disciples of all nations has been an important part of my walk with God over the years. I thought your emphasis uh, on us as an, a container for a Holy Spirit uh, and using your analogy of a plant pot to enable growth is a good one. But he also said, like all analogies, they can be pushed too far because obviously after initial growth, the pot has to change mm -hmm. or the plant has become pot bound and growth stops. And that pot, that plant pot, then isn't a it's useful thing, it's restrictive. It? Yeah. So this is true not only for discipleship, but actually for most of, of church life. Um, our pots, that I, our structures and thinking must always be open to change. What works in another part of the world or age might not be appropriate pot for today in in Leeds. For where, us where as a church, right I think in Leeds is what he was saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So the basic principles, however, are eternal. That's good. Um, and he also felt that our starting point of our relationship with that is God, uh, uh, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit is an important starting point, And that the relationship with the master teacher is an important principle of discipling, stroke, mentoring. And yeah. we had another one as well. Yeah, we had another one from a, another lady in the church. And she said, um, as one gets older, there can be a real temptation to plateau in one's walk with the Lord. It's a good word, isn't it? Plateau. It is, isn't it? 
Lately, I've been asking God that I recognise the growth goals that he still wants to put in front of me at this life stage and that I have the faith and obedience to respond in the way that he desires. To use the gardening analogy, every now and then the ground seriously needs turning over and we're going to refer to that later on. Getting air into it, entrenched roots digging out and fresh nutrients fed in (coughs) and yes, that is so true. Um, we don't. We never just hit the mark, and we're we're perfect. We we won't be perfect until we meet Jesus face to face. So therefore, yes, the soil always needs turning over the soil of our lives. Mm. So yeah, good point. But that was Very a good. thank you so much. You know who you are, uh, who fed that back. If you're watching again, <laughs> you know who you are. Um, but that last point in particular is, uh, and it is going to enable us to segue into today that's a good word as well isn't it, <laughs> isn't it? segue into t- check you out today's um um topic which is so number two then if if you're keeping count we're only on <laughs> point number two um andy stanley i don't know if anybody knows him he, he's a, a great a pastor of a church yeah. in, in america he's a great communicator wrote loads of books and communications he says if you have a if you have a point you've got a sermon if you've got several points You've got a series, so don't try and cram them into one thing. So we're going to be trying to be concise. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so today, which number two is, you start therefore with quality soil. So when you want to, and again, I'm going to caveat what I'm about to say is I'm not a gardener yet. I'm just we're just dabbling. All right, okay. With that in mind, <laughs> to give plants the best start, it's important to choose. Uh, yeah, I'm reading because I found this somewhere on the web. It's important to choose wisely what kind of soil to plant them in. If you, if you just use any old garden soil, you might get some growth, but you'll also increase the chance there'll be some disease organism or otherwise uh, that will damage the young plant. Or it might be overtaken by other plants that are, you know, other seeds are already in the soil. Yep. So that was, that was it. You, you kind of start with quality soil. So you've got your container and you put your soil in. So how then are we going to connect that to discipleship? So we were thinking about the the soil of our lives and that when we say yes to Jesus, we get to start with fresh quality soil. So like that, those bags, big bags, like really big bags actually of compost that we bought because we thought actually, um, well, there's limited soil available anyway in our garden, but um, we wanted to give the plants that we were purchasing that we'd spent money, well, quite a bit yeah. of money on, we wanted to give them a good start. Yeah, so because therefore, cause they already had us uh, as, as a handicap. Yeah, exactly. so, you know, we give them the best possible start we that we can, soil. like children. <laughs> um, so we got some compost, didn't we? So yeah. that we could, it was reliable soil yeah. that yeah. we were putting yeah. our little plants in. Yeah. Um, so it's like that when we say yes to Jesus, mm-hmm. we get filled with that compost, that new soil, that big bag of soil, new soil that you purchase. Um, I want to read from 2 Corinthians 5.17. This is actually the Amplified Translation. And it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, that is, grafted in, joined to him by faith in him as saviour, he is a new creature, reborn and renewed by the Holy Spirit. The old things, the previous moral and spiritual condition, have passed away. Behold, new things have come. Because spiritual awakening brings a new life. Yes. So that's that's like us being filled with that brand new soil. Mm-hmm. I start with brand new soil. Yeah. Because <clears throat> we're, we're, we're human, we aren't are. we? Uh, yeah. And and that, as you alluded to a few moments ago, we're not we're not perfect. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> not perfect. Uh, and and so that as as a person who sent that message, the, the soil 
of our lives uh, needs to be constantly turned over as we allow God to replenish us. So we start with this good soul, the start of our Christian faith walk, the start of your discipling um, life. Um, you, you've got good soul now in you, you've got the Holy Spirit in you, but we need to, you know, we, we can slip back into into bad habits, can't we? We talked yeah. last week about kind of a continual repentance. Uh, and, that, and that also, I thought about that afterwards, it, there's like a big repentance, big R, capital mm. R, and that's the that that's when we say yes to Jesus, like you've, you've just said then, isn't there? We're a new creature, uh, we've turned from the stuff that we were doing that were wrong, and we're now heading towards Jesus, or with Jesus on a journey. Yeah. Um, and then there's a small kind of repentance, so those little things that we're still kind of clinging on to. So we've got a new life, got a new start, new opportunities, but some, that sometimes some of those things start to creep in, like the weeds. I think that... Um... The, the fact that we are human means that, you know, we're, we're outworking stuff in us all the time because, you know, to, to kind of use another analogy, bits are being chipped off us. God's mm. chipping those things off, those sharp parts and those ugly parts, um, not ugly in terms of physical ugly, but, you know, those bits that just shouldn't be there and we should look like a different shape or a different edge. Um, and then the stuff of life can come Could it... and alter the condition okay, of the could, soil could it as be well. then, could it be then uh, as we say yes to Christ um, that we we've we've you know to use the analogy that we're trying to use the gardening analogy we we've we've been given then we've been given this load of soil load of good soil to start working out ourselves and our heart in um, but that it it's it's like there's a constant adding from the Holy Spirit of that soil into us as we as we dig things through and as we get rid of the old soil gradually. So is there an immediate kind of immediate kind of soil there? But actually there's there's still some bits and bobs of our old life that mm. try and hang in there in, in the nooks and crannies. It, it, in other words, there's a journey of, of is, transformation yeah. as well as an initial new birth. Yes. Yeah. I hope that makes sense. I'm is a conversation I'm thinking it through thinking as, as we're going <laughs> as, as we go as we go because you know so if we do allow that so God then is replenishing us uh, um, and we're removing things that aren't there like those weeds uh, that you know can start to grow up alongside those good and beautiful yeah. things yeah. in us and sometimes there are things that are more yeah okay so sometimes there are things that are more deep rooted and yes. are holding on to the old soil I guess and so God is what is helping us, is working through us, through his, his Holy Spirit. Yeah, and his word. And his word. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, that trusting discipleship relationship that other. we have yeah. with, with, with one another. And that takes vulnerability. Um, mm. It takes vulnerability to open up ourselves to God. You know, even though God knows us and created us, he knows us better than we know ourselves. But it takes that positioning of just saying, Lord, I'm laying this before you. I'm exposing this part of myself, even though you already know it. I'm choosing to just lay it open before you and ask you to work in that. And even more so, you know, because we know that God is our loving father and he wants the best for us. And he he wants he you know, he never wants to leave us where we're at in life. Mm -hmm, He's mm -hmm. always you know, we talked about last week, we're going from glory to glory. Yeah. yeah. Um, and. But even more so, I think, with our discipling relationships, yeah. um, it takes that vulnerability, real, true vulnerability, um, knowing that we love one another in those relationships and laying ourselves exposed in, you know, certain things that we 
we're asking God to move in us and um you know we need input from other humans mm, mm. So, along the way so all that is saying then just to clarify what, what we're what we're trying to say which is yes there's there's, there's a new beginning and, and, and a new life ready but then the reality is that we all know we're still working through stuff as well so there's an initial yeah jesus i accept you as my lord and savior holy spirit come into my heart but then there is a working through of that on that journey and that's why we need discipling and that's why we need to to disciple others and be discipled yes yeah. It's, it's kind of not complicated, is it really? It's just a reality of life to pretend that it's all done and dusted mm, once we've yeah. received Jesus. No, there's, there's, there's more that we need to work through. Yeah. Now, um, Jesus also used the analogy, a parable of the sower. So this was about soil and seed. And I'm going to just read. There are two mm. parts in um, Matthew 13. Um, the first part is him telling the parable, which I'll read. And then the second part... Just a little bit further down in the passage, Jesus actually explains what he means by these things. So I'm just going to read those couple of things and we'll pull some things You're a, good, re- you're a good reader. Oh, thank you. So, you know, oh, let's, thank you. So just sit back, listen, <laughs> take it. So this is verses 3 to 9 of Matthew 13. He told many stories in the form of parables, such as this one. Listen, a farmer went out to plant some seeds. As he scattered them across the field, some seeds fell on a footpath and the birds came and ate them. Other seeds fell on shallow soil with underlying rock. The seeds sprouted quickly because the soil was shallow. But the plants soon wilted under the hot sun and since they didn't have deep roots, they died. Other seeds fell among thorns that grew up and choked out the tender plants. Still other seeds fell on fertile soil and they produced a crop that was 30, 60, and even a hundred times as much as had been planted. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. Now Jesus helps us to understand by revealing what he means, which is great. So now this is verses 18 to 23 of Matthew 13. Now listen to the explanation of the parable about the farmer planting seeds. The seed that fell on the footpath represents those who hear the message about the kingdom and don't understand it. Then the evil one comes and snatches away the seed that was planted in their hearts. The seed on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. But since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. They fall away as soon as they have problems or are persecuted for believing God's word. The seed that fell among the thorns represents those who hear God's word, but all too quickly the message is crowded out by the worries of this life and the lure of wealth. So no fruit is produced. The seed that fell on the good soil represents those who truly hear and understand God's word and produces a harvest of 30, 60 or even as much as 100 times as had been planted. Brilliant. So I was thinking in yeah. this passage... I mean, there's loads in that, isn't there? Yeah, I think yeah. we could talk for quite a while, couldn't we? Yeah. But we're just going to yeah. kind of pick some things out. But yeah. I was thinking about the seed that it talks about, that um, it says they fell on the path and the birds came mm-hmm. and ate them. And how often do we read the Bible, read scripture, um, maybe a few verses or you know a longer passage or a chapter, and it's actually just words on the page and then if if you were to ask me what I just read five minutes later, I wouldn't be able to tell mm. you because actually it's just kind of gone in one ear, gone out one ear, seen with the eyes and forgotten 
by the mind. Um, I think probably we've all been there at some point where mm-hmm. we've read something from the Bible and we, it's just been, okay, I, I read that and don't necessarily connect with it or even remember it. Mm. And That could be because we're distracted. And yeah, or by, tired. By what's happening with life, tired. Yeah, yeah, like that. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so I was thinking that when it's just words, mm. then it doesn't find a place to root itself in our hearts. In that, in that good soil. In the good soil the, of our the, hearts. The, so the, we the can, being given by, yeah, by, so by it, God. I'm not saying that we don't have the good soil in our hearts, but um, what we have to choose is that the seeds that are planted from God's word yeah. actually take root. Yeah. And that means not just reading the words of the Bible, it means meditating on them, so thinking on them, mm. maybe writing down um, what God's been saying to you through that, that you can look back on, you can add to. And within our discipleship relationships, talking mm. about what we've read, yeah. you know, what, what, what's God saying? What's God saying to somebody else through it? Because such, we don't all have the same revelation of the word, do no, we? That's, a, that's such a good practice because if, if you've been around a while, if you've been around the Christian block a while, I think as, as uh, the other message alluded to, um, you know, you can, you, can, you can begin to take the word for granted almost you recognize it's the mm-hmm. word of god and it's precious um but th- you 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 kind of maybe maybe you've just got stuck in that trench of this is the revelation i'm getting from this and that's the only revelation i'll ever get from this bit of word uh, mm-hmm. uh a bit of god's word and but actually holy spirit can if you're open to to chew on it to think on it to meditate on it actually the holy spirit can reveal more about what what he's saying through through his his scriptures, I think it has to go from being uh, feeling like an obligation mm. to read God's word because we know that we should be doing that as his disciples. Um, it it should go from obligation to actually God's word is life, yeah, and it's freedom to us, and yeah. it's joy, and yeah. it's abundance to us. And the way that it goes from that yeah. is when we're actually meditating on God's word, talking about God's word with other believers, um, you know, studying more of the word where we can. And isn't isn't the most? Yeah. I mean, that is all absolutely vital and important. But isn't the most important thing is that we read the scripture with, through 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 the revelation of the Holy Spirit absolutely. living within yeah. us. So that's yeah. why you need that first bit. Of the container we need to be the container of the Holy Spirit so I, I'm saying that because I remember when uh, when I was younger and I was into all sorts of gubbins you know paganism spiritualism loads of other stuff I had a number of kind of religious texts on my shelf and and the Bible was there amongst them um, I'd pick it up and I'd read it every now and again but it was just it was just kind of dry it didn't really didn't really speak to me. Mm. Well, it didn't speak to me in any way. It was just kind of knowledge. It was all right. That's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. For for me, my experience was that it it didn't it didn't do anything yet. Um, after giving my life to Christ uh, and and receiving the Holy Spirit into my heart, I would, you know, reopen the Bible, reopen the words of God, and all of a sudden it was like the words came alive uh, in my hand. I could begin to relate. I could begin to see. I began to understand, and that's purely down to the Holy Spirit working in my heart, giving me good soil of which I could plant the seed of his word into it. Mm. The Holy Spirit, and I know we're going to come on to this um, in a different week, 
Oh, there's the, all sorts of cross, holy... cross contamination going on <laughs> in, these, in these sections. The Holy Spirit is the water. He waters the word mm. so that it becomes that life to us. It becomes yeah. that nourishment to us. Um, I won't say too much more because I don't want to spoil what no, we're going to share it's really, in the future. It's it's really it's but, really good. Yeah. Um, so uh, we we have we have good fertile soil. It receives the seed of God's word in the heart that hears and understands what He's saying, and and it multiplies and produces this abundant harvest. When we apply, when we God's word, apply God's word. So it's not just good about good enough to know it. We've got to do something with it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, James talks about being hearers and doers mm. of God's word. Yeah. 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 Very good. And and obviously in a discipleship context, we're helping others do the same by explaining how we understand. Uh, uh, the word and and what does it then bring to them through the Holy Spirit and how can they apply it to their lives? That's right. Yeah. I, I want I want to kind of start to bring this in a little bit because we want to be concise, like I said, and make this only last about twenty minutes. What's the best time to read scripture? Is is there a best time? Ooh. What does it does it differ for everyone? Yeah. Or do, I would or say do yes. you think there's an optimum time of the day for most people? Is there an optimum time of the day? Mm. Should we get up at four a.m. Oh boy. And 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 read the word and meditate on it for three hours till we till we go to work you know um so i i've, <laughs> I've never I've, done that if, if you've done that brilliant I've, I've thought about this multiple times mm. in my christian journey um and i think it really is different for everybody right. and i think even in our you know in one person's life we go through seasons so yeah. like um i was just thinking back to as we we're preparing for this morning that um my reading of God's word and meditating on God's word looks so different when we had little kids running mm. around at home 24 seven. Um, I, I've almost felt like I would be taking snatches of God's word in, you know, it might just be a verse here or there. And I, I believe in reading, um, the word, the word in its con, you know, a passage in its context mm. to understand what's going on. But sometimes when you're a mum of toddlers and babies you just take maybe a verse of the day mm. and you snatch kind of you grab out and snatch that in hold it in your heart and meditate it you know on it as you're changing nappies mm. or doing washing up or, or feeding or, or indeed or, a dad of toddlers I'm, who might want I'm just because I'm talking from my perspective <laughs> but of course dad I'm as well. just aware of the culture the the context of our culture at the moment and I know we have to but I'm talking I'm a woman yes. and I'm talking as you know my experience of being a mum <laughs> yeah. of little ones yeah um, and you know God's grace is amazing because He He works through those one mm. or two verses that you might just take, you know, take hold of, and it is an anchor for you in that day or that week. Um, so I do think it looks different for everyone. I have this thing right now in my life where I really want to be reading God's Word at the start of my day. Yeah, I, th I think I referred to it last week. Yeah. Before all the other voices try to crowd out, you know those thorns that try so to choke you, out. So are, are you waking up at four a.m. then? Not at four a.m. No, okay. Six, right. but a little bit earlier. Six. Yeah. Yeah, and just getting something of God's Word yeah. into me. It's not a massive hour Bible study session. But just something that is gonna, I can hold to for that day mm. and meditate on. Because you can meditate when you're driving the car, when you're washing up, um, when you, you know, just doing mundane tasks. Your mind can wander onto God's word yeah. and into God's yeah. word. Um, so There's yeah, a, it's different for everyone. I think. Yeah, it it is. I I would agree with that you just. But it's just important that you do find time mm. and you find time not only just to. There may be seasons like you had where you, you've got to snatch at it and 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 then meditate on that as you're doing other things 
But if you can and you're able, it is good to be able to spend quality time with scripture, reading it and, and, and thinking on it and, and taking it in. So, but we have to fashion those moments. We have to fashion those times. And yeah. it's a sacrifice. Sacrifice of praise to read his word, I think. Is that, could, that, could that be right? Uh, are, we, are, we, are we praising God by reading his word? I think so. We're, because praising someone, you're lifting someone above, aren't you? Mm. Um, what's going on around you and you're making that And we're priority. saying to God, we value you because, mm. and, and therefore we're reading your word. Um, ah, maybe we're praising him. Through, yeah, through reading the word that'd be so. good so i've got a question for you yep. so how can we in, in those discipling relationships that we've been talking yep. about how can we how do we encourage people to read the bible we we read with them how about we do that why why don't why don't we mm. you know for those who are discipling um why don't why don't we just say hey why don't we read the word together yes do it together it's it's more of a motivation, I think, when we choose to do something together. Mm. We're more likely to do it. Mm. You know, I think... that when you go to the gym? I was just about to... You, <laughs> we haven't got that down in notes. I just, was just yeah. about to say, it's yeah. like with exercise. Yeah. If you say, do you want to come for a run from me? With me, should I say? From, from you. <laughs> and run from <laughs> run you. Run away from me. Do you want to come for a run with me? Let's meet at 6.30... And we'll go for half an hour or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And you're more than likely to do that. Yeah. And I think it's the same thing with the, the account- words. It's that accountability, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Which is huge in discipleship. Yeah. It's that accountability. Yeah. Um, I just want to, again, trying to wrap this up. <laughs> we've got so much. Um, uh, the other thing you can do is ask, ask, ask those directed questions. Uh, you know, um, what, what have you been reading? Because mm. if you haven't been reading anything, you kind of can't make it up, can you? You can't nope. kind of pretend. You, you quickly found out if you've not been doing something you said you were going to do. But if you're in a discipling relationship, then that's a perfectly legitimate thing to say. You know, I want the best for you. And mm. one of the things that is good for you is to read his word, to get that good soil into yeah. your heart and those good seeds on that soil. So are you? what have you read? How did it encourage you? How did it change you? What revelations yes, have been brought? How are you thinking differently mm. to, to what you did before? So those are two of the things. Um, well, so, well, so let's end it with some stuff. What, what, what else would be helpful? So we talked about reading the word in the morning. Um, uh, for us right now, we, we're reading it in the morning. We're, we're, we're carving some time out. Um, a verse of the day is a good... If you, if, if you can just squeeze in a verse of the day. I know you talked about context. It's, context is king. It really is. But if you just squeeze in maybe a verse of the day, yeah. you know, from like the Bible app by uversion.com, you know, just get something from those guys to send you something. I think the thing is that we treat God's word as our daily bread yeah, and not as breadcrumbs. The whole thing about God's word, you know, when Jesus um, taught his disciples the Lord's Prayer, um, he didn't say, Lord, give us today our daily breadcrumbs. He said, give <laughs> us today our daily bread. And that is what God's word is to us, is our bread. So I think... Um, so we're not what, saying a verse of the day isn't no, good. No, that's fine. But, 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 but we're just, and that can bring us joy and encouragement. But I don't think... If we, we, if we can work, we, we need more. Yeah, we, we can't more. live off a breadcrumb here, a breadcrumb there. You know, you would, you would be very, very, very mm. hungry. Yeah, but yeah. if we can treat God's word as our daily bread and, um, yeah, really um, give it priority and treat it as though, you know, we need this for, to sustain us in life. Mm, mm. Yeah. yeah. So Jesus didn't say, give us today our daily breadcrumbs. I like it. <laughs> he said, give us today our daily bread. 
which yeah. is his word. Listen, we're going to leave it there. Yeah, sure. we, 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 we could move on and say so much more, um, but I feel we've gone over time a little bit already. So thank you for thank you for your time. I hope that this what we've said has encouraged you, and if at any point we've puzzled you, <laughs> you know, watch us again and see what we're trying to say. Um, once again, I'd love to hear feedback. Mm-hmm. I'd love to hear what has God been saying you through today's word. Uh, what is God saying you? What has God been saying to you through the word that you're going to read? His word. Uh, in the coming days, you know, email us, text us, hello at myfreedom.church, um, put it on our social media, I don't, I don't really mind, but just love to hear from you, engage with the connect with you and see how this is helping you. Yeah. Anything, anything you'd like to add to that? No. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Wonderful. <laughs>